0: The truffle pasta, or whatever it was, at animator's pal. I could have eaten that every
1: night. Like, <laughs> yes, vindication. I, like, <laughs> that was-
2: Everybody, to this week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by my path unwinding travel. And Sam, I am melting, I'm wasting away in the Seattle summer heat here. It has turned from 50 degrees to 90 degrees in a week. And uh, our friends in Orlando are probably laughing at us, but it is hot outside here in Seattle.
1: It is. We're lucky we only have like 30 some percent humidity, but I am staying hydrated and cool with my Topo Chico water right here
2: with me. Can you pop the top up? Off- you goes, what like a nice cold can of Sprite or something, you know?
1: No, it's already opened because it requi- I actually have to use the, I hate these bottle opener things because I, I cannot, I don't know. I can't, this is not a screw top anyway, but I can't open these kinds of bottles like a beer bottle or a Topo Chico bottle. The DCL Duo
2: brought to you by Topo Chico. Ooh. I want to know what their, I want to know what their tagline is. Drink fresh.
1: We need a, a DCL Duo bottle opener. We really do. That's, we needed need some new swag. We really um, don't.
2: You have a Topo Chico bottle opener in there, but we, we digress we digress. It's hot here in Seattle. We've lost our minds because it's so warm outside for us. (laughs) It's making me long for a Caribbean cruise. And thankfully, we're going to be talking about one this evening with Brian and Caitlin. So welcome to the show, Brian and Caitlin. Thank you for having us. Yay.
0: So we... You're paying with the heat. We live in Alabama, so we know all about heat and humidity. Yeah, let's
3: see, it was 90 today with about,
1: oh eighty 80% humidity. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so now Um, I don't feel so
2: bad. (laughs) In the south, this time of year, though, it's the forecast. It's it's sunny today. It's going to be sunny tomorrow.
3: The forecast until (laughs) November is 90-plus degrees and a random shower or two in the afternoon. (laughs) Oh, there you go. There you go.
2: Sounds like Orlando. (laughs) Well, before we dive into talking about your fabulous cruise aboard the Disney Fantasy... Why don't you tell folks what your Disney creds are? I already know this is a first-time Disney cruise episode, which is one of Sam's favorites. So no Disney cruise line prior experience, but what are your Disney creds? So mine's really simple.
3: I've only been to Disney World maybe four times in my entire life. Never a Disney cruise, never cruising. Now, Caitlin, she is from Jacksonville, Florida, so she's got a little more Disney background than I did.
0: Yes, so I went, um, we would go at least once a year or so. Growing up, as I got older, I would go a few times in college, I had some cousins that worked with Disney and lived in Celebration. So I would go stay with them. And then when Brian and I first started dating, we actually went to Disney. We spent, I guess, two days. Mm -hmm. Um, We did one day Disney. We went to Magic Kingdom and we did the Unspeakable. We went to Universal, Islands of Adventure (laughs) 2. But we actually, one of his times together was right when we first started dating. He's a pilot. So he was down in Florida. And so I flew down during my spring break. Um, as a teacher, and I met him, and we spent a few days down in Orlando. Well, was so, that
3: our third or fourth date? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: We won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> That's a pretty nice date, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was spring break, and he was working, and I was looking to get away for a few days. So we went down and spent a few days in Orlando, and. I think we just did the Magic Kingdom. I don't. We didn't yeah, hop or anything. Just that time.
3: But just last year, we spent seven days with the whole family at Disney World.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we had it we so, did it all. We, we made a week of it last year. We went last April. Amazing. Nice. Amazing. Yes. And how old are your
1: kids, Lily and Aiden? So Lily just turned six and Aiden turned nine in February. Oh, perfect ages for the cruise. We need to dive in and, and ask... Why did you decide on a Disney cruise? And why did you decide on the Disney fantasy for seven nights?
2: And had you ever taken a cruise before?
1: This is your
3: first Disney, this we, is your first we, cruise? Yeah, this is our first cruise all together. Okay. We,
1: yeah,
0: we had booked one. Um, we were supposed to take one right when COVID hit for spring break. We were supposed to leave a week after COVID started. It I think it was like the 21st of March. Yeah. Which it was carnival. So we're not sad that we didn't go. I hate to say that. <laughs>
1: That cracks me
3: up, Caitlin. So, so if we would have taken that one, we may not yeah, have done another one. We might one. not have we
0: really <laughs> probably wouldn't have done another one. But yeah, so we, we tried to book one and go, but It never worked out. So
3: since that didn't work out, we were uh, looking for something to do for spring break with the kids that we just did Disney World. I was like, well, let's just see about a Disney cruise. Being a pilot, if I'm going to travel and move since I do it uh, every day, I want to go somewhere and be somewhere for a while. So I knew a three or four day while being a first cruise probably should have been the best way to go to make sure we would like it. But I was like, Mm -hmm. if we're gonna do it, let's just do it. Get all seven days, and so that's how we ended up with the Fantasy. Because I was like, if it's gonna be a Disney cruise, let's do a seven day, which that's was our only option, and it was the Fantasy.
1: That was our first cruise. Was it? Well, not first cruise ever. First Disney cruise ever was a seven night on the Fantasy. So. We, knew, we both knew we liked cruising, though. So you were taking a, a bit of a risk. Yeah. As as you mentioned, we do most of the time recommend to people for their first cruise, you know, three, four, maybe five nights just because you don't, especially right. if you're afraid you're going to have seasickness and all of that. I understand for you, Brian, that's like a work trip three or four nights, yeah, right? three or so. four
3: nights, it's just, it's not even long enough to me to be off. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. No. Which itinerary did you book?
3: Uh, we did the Western Caribbean. The Grand Cayman, Cozumel. Jamaica Castaway.
2: What was the experience like booking the cruise? And the pro- like, we always like to talk about the lead up to the cruise. You've got the booking experience, the activity window opening up, the check-in process. How did things go for you pre-cruise? For booking, it wasn't
3: a big deal. We uh, Caitlin's uh, cousin is a travel agent with Disney, and so she handled all of our booking. She handled all the check-in process. She even took care of the most of the excursions and the stuff you know we had to book beforehand. So we just kind of told her everything we wanted in like a priority one. If we can get this, if we can't get this, do this, we can't do this, do this. She stayed up till midnight every night, took care of everything and made it really simple as far as that goes. So, you know, nice. travel agent is the way to go when it comes to doing that stuff.
0: I did did the princess gathering and stuff, whatever opened up. Yeah, so there
3: was was, actually in our travel party, it was our family of four, my brother and his wife and daughter, and my mother and father. That's why she kind of took care of all that booking, because that was three separate rooms all together. And so, as far as when the thirty day window came in for check in, I handled our four, so we could do it, you know, real quick. She handled the other two rooms, and then, like Caitlin said, she did the princess gathering that she had to do thirty days out. So that yeah. way, everybody kind of had their own thing. They logged in and tried to grab. So it worked out. We uh we were boarding group like five. So that's great doing that mm-hmm. doing it that way.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's super smart to work with a travel agent. And it's also super smart though, to have a game plan with that travel agent of who's going to be doing what, because I have heard at times, you know, people who are in Facebook groups complaining about their travel agent, because they thought the travel agent was going to book stuff for them, but they never talked to their travel agent about what they would want to book. And so it's like, unless you have that conversation and there, you know, if there's confusion, it's, it's not really going to help you. You, you know, you've, got this travel agent resource, figure out what you're going to use them for and what you need them for. And it sounds like you guys did a really great job of that, especially with three.
2: Was there anything that you wanted to book that you weren't able to book pre-cruise because you were Uh. first time
3: cruisers? Hello Brunch, we weren't able to get that on a day that worked for us. The only day we could do that was Jamaica Day, and then we already had a couple's massage book for that time. That and was also, more important for me because it's you know, our time away. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And also, we didn't get, what was it, the simulator? Uh, uh, yeah, the, the goofy sports things.
3: simulator for Aiden.
0: Yeah, we couldn't get that. We did get the Royal Gathering or the princess thing But we actually, we didn't use it. So we released it, I guess, that morning because Lily had seen... All the character. I mean she dude.
3: was tired of seeing characters by that time. But <laughs> <laughs> I <mean>, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't it was booked for the last C Day, so that was day sixish. Six, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so by that time she had seen everybody, got pictures with everybody, mm-hmm. got yeah. signatures with everybody. And so yeah. when she got in line for that, she's like, I'm good. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. we saw the line and I was like, Lily, do you want to wait in line? She goes, No.
2: Did you try to book anything that you didn't do when you got on board? Did you try to for Palo Brunch on a different day? Did you try to do anything on board when you didn't get sort of some of the things you wanted pre Uh
3: Once we got on board, we really didn't do any. I really didn't try to do anything because there was so much going on. I didn't want to feel like I was having to try keep trying to find something else to do because there was so much to do. We didn't have time to do it all anyways. Yeah, so. There's a
0: lot we didn't do that we wanted to. Like, I really wanted to play bingo. I never played bingo because we were busy. And I know that sounds crazy, but we were just busy doing other things. And there was a lot of like in the itinerary they sent out or on the app, there was a lot that we wanted to do, but like the kids wanted to be in the kids club. So there was Mm -hmm. things that I thought Lily would enjoy, but she'd rather be in the kids club. We even booked a, um, was it the mojito tasting? And then we actually ended up not going because... We had other, there was other things with the family they wanted to do. So
3: now when we were looking and first starting, uh, speaking of mojito tasting, we had second dinner mm-hmm. and we were a little nervous about that going in because, you know, we got kids. But looking back at it, that's the only one I would do. I oh, would not do yeah. first seating because we were never ready to go to dinner at 530. It, that's, it just wasn't a good time for us. And so it worked out better for us. And if I were to do it again, I would always stick with second seating for dinner.
1: We've found that now, too. When Nathan was younger, we had to kind of do the early seating. And now we've done we've done both now that he's a little older. But we for sure have a strong preference for a second seating. So let's talk about embarkation day. You got to travel to Orlando from Alabama. Not too far, right? But you still probably have to fly or did you drive? No, we drove. It's so about eight hours. It's an
3: eight-hour drive for us. So we decided to drive just to not have to worry about the whole airlines and getting anywhere. You know, being a pilot, I fly enough that I see all the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? Let's drive. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and my son, who... It, he's funny, you know, when we told him, Hey, we're gonna drive to Orlando, it's about eight hours. He goes, We're not flying? No, son, you can sit in the car for eight hours. You will be just
0: <laughs> And the sad part is that was the longest he's ever been in a car. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. That yeah. is the
3: long I mean Well, I've always had a rule if it's over four hours you're flying. But right. the way the airlines have gotten so much with delays and everything else. Especially this being our first cruise, I didn't want to be stressed out Mm -hmm. trying to make sure we got there. So we drove down the night before. We went to uh, Disney Springs that night Mm -hmm. and kind of walked around there and then went over to the port the next morning.
1: All right. So you drive down to Port Canaveral and you see as you're approaching the port, the beautiful Disney fantasy. What were your first impressions? Well, it's big.
0: Like, (laughs) wow. And compared to the other ships around it, I was like. Okay. All right. That's home, and the kids. <laughs> you know, they they couldn't believe the size. They they were thinking because they're so used to like smaller boats. Mm-hmm. And I just remember them just staring at it, like, "Oh, okay." Like, yeah,
3: as you're driving up, you know, you'll get a glimpse of the tower. You know, the smokestacks first, and they're like, "Oh, there's the ship," and then it disappears, and then they're like, yeah. "Oh," and then you go up over the bridge, you're like, "Oh, there it is again," and then it disappears. <laughs> 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 it's a it's little like, tease.
1: It's a it is. we and were it was able kind to of uh,
3: an emotional moment just because you've done all this work and you're finally getting to see the ship. Mm -hmm. You're finally there at that moment. Everybody's healthy, you know, everything that could go wrong before the cruise, you finally made it to the ship. And so (laughs) it's kind of that breath of, ah, we, yeah, we did everything we had to do. We made every, everybody's here healthy. Everybody's here. We can actually get on the boat. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So speaking of getting on the boat, how was the check-in process? Um, did everything go smoothly? Do you have all your documents ready and check-in?
3: Yeah, I really had done enough seamlessly? research to know, hey, have all your documents in your hand as kind of you walk in. And so I had all four passports in my hand with everybody's stuff and the paper. And so other than I mean, there was a kind of a line. I'd say we waited in line maybe 30, 40 minutes mm-hmm. to get through the terminal security and yeah. and you know to do check in and security and then well after that we walked our boarding group had already been called and we walked right on the ship. So after awesome. that initial little wait, it really wasn't bad at all. It was beautiful terminal there too.
1: Yeah. Caitlin, you walk onto the beautiful Disney fantasy and they announce your family name. What are you feeling at this moment?
0: Well, it was kind of, I mean, it it was when they call your name and then you walk in. I think my mother-in-law like started tearing up. Like yes, she, she started like, which I was getting teary eyed because it's like th- just the beauty of the lobby. I guess it's the atrium that you're in, but just the beauty of it. And then like, they just make you feel special. Like you kind of walk in and you feel at home. And so like when we first got there and it's weird because Brian and I completely did role reversal for our Disney trip last year, I planned everything. Mm -hmm. I had it down. That was my, that was my job for the week. I planned everything. Well, this was his trip. And so when we got there, I'm like, all right, Brian, what are we going to do? We going left. We going right. We going up. And so (laughs) it's kind of like, well, the whole ship shores. What do we do? And so we kind of walked around and the thing we did first, I think was the best move was we checked our kids in to the kids club. That's where we went first and we beat the rush. And just for future things, we went to the second entrance. There was a bunch of people at the first. Like the first check-in, I think it was, I don't know which one comes first down that hallway.
3: Uh, the Oceaneers Club and then the lab.
0: So we went to the yeah. lab and did check-in <laughs> and there was nobody there. So that was one thing that we did was we checked them in first thing. We didn't have to hardly wait for that. We checked them in. And then I think we walked around. Um, uh,
3: after, So I really like doing that first because... And if we did it again, I'd do it first. We literally had the kids' club to ourselves.
0: Yes, yeah. Because
3: everybody, of course, gets on the ship and helps straight to cabanas.
0: Like they got to do, they got to do the boat thing, like that um, yeah, simulator they, thing. The Lily wanted to do the light table where she was tracing, and even that, like the counselors, they were great because we could talk to them and ask them questions. Right. So we kind of had the whole area to ourselves. And then you could, I felt comfortable, like the kids could do whatever they wanted, kind of see everything. And then you were able, if we had a question, we could answer it. When we later
1: walked by, it was packed. And you could tell, like, it would be hard if you wanted to talk to a counselor. Absolutely. And that's a great tip because you do have to, you, even though you do some online pre-registration, you do have to go there, make sure they've got the, the band if they weren't given the band in the terminal, give them any sort of special instructions that your kid might need and just sort of make sure mm-hmm. you're finalized that kid's registration. They're not usually, they're not in secure mode yet. So you can't drop the kids off and leave them there, but mm-hmm. it is a great time to visit the kids club. And it's usually um, on the app, you can see whether or not, what, what hours the open house versus secure programming are in the kids club so i think that's a great tip okay so you check out the kids club you walk around the ship a little bit get your bearings i guess where do you go for lunch
3: yeah so after the kids club we kind of find out you know where we are on the ship then we head to cabanas and go grab lunch the other half of our group my mother-in-law and brother and all them they went down to royal court and sat for lunch but since we had the kids and, you know, they're really excited, I was like, I'm really not going to go sit them down for an hour. So we went up to uh, Cabana's and even though we were later getting there, it was still we found a table really easily. You know, it was full, but it wasn't just.
0: Yeah, we were right by pack. a window like we got a spot right right at a window so you could see the other boat across from us. So you still got to take
1: in, you know, the surroundings and stuff like that. Now, did you guys get a chance to go up on deck for the sailaway party? And if oh. so, what what did you think of it? I mean, that's always a. I feel like that's a highlight for the kids. Usually, well, yeah. we you had know,
3: a great game plan. My, uh, you know, I'm I'm not big on big crowds of people right next to me. That's why we have a <laughs> we got a veranda room so I could have my own space. So you know, before the sailaway is the in person muster drill, which puts everybody right
1: so, right everyone right together on deck
3: for. Um, Luckily, our muster station was right near the uh, forward stairs. So right near the forward elevators. And so I kind of just, I knew the Selaway was going to get packed really quickly. And I knew everybody was going to head up there as soon as that was over. So my game plan, I kind of put together since I'm, you know, checked in for the muster station. And then I kind of eased behind the crowd over near the stairs. And as soon as they say, hey, you can go, I just ran up all the stairs <laughs> and kind of made a space <laughs> at the top deck on the railing so the kids could look out at the below that. And oh, uh, nice. And so once everybody caught up with me, I had our little space and, you know, let it fill in from there. But we uh, we did do the sell away and the kids absolutely loved being able to see all the characters come out and all the dancing and really get a taste of what the entertainment is like on the boat. And I think it's a great initial, hey, this is the step and level of entertainment you're going to get on the boat. And it was really, really good.
1: So what kinds of stuff did you all get up to on that first day? I mean, it's kind of a busy day, right? Embarkation day. It's a
3: You're, very busy day. Yeah. yeah. Um, you check
1: out the ship. You, you know, check out the kids club. You, you know, do all these things. What, what else did you go? Cause you had some time now before dinner, as you mentioned, you did late seating. We- Actually
3: before sail away, after Cabanas, we, our rooms are ready. So it was about one 30 or two. So we went down and got everything unpacked. Um, well, everybody, we had? Yeah. All the, the luggage that we had. And then, uh, which we were only missing one bag. So it really, they had everything up there really quick. So we had everything unpacked and then we went to the sellaway party. And then after that, we kind of just relaxed and watched the boat sail out of port from the verandas. Oh, I love Since that. Since we had three rooms together, we had our room attendant who was absolutely phenomenal. He opened up all three verandas, so they're all together. And so oh, the awesome. whole family was just kind of on the veranda in one big long week, waving to everybody and just enjoying the boat, leaving the port. And then uh, yeah, that
0: was fun. Like, because the people would wave back at you. Like, people were yes. sitting at restaurant, you know, and just sitting. I guess there was like a little park there, and you're just waving to them. And Aiden was like, "I feel like a celebrity." And I was like, <laughs> I
1: mean,
0: "But that." I mean, Lily and Aiden would just wave, and people were waving back and whistling. So that was that was a lot
1: of fun. Speaking of staterooms, why don't we talk about what kind of stateroom you had and the rest of the family? Obviously, verandas, right? and all right. next to each other. But did he, which, which level veranda did you have? And we where, just have the
3: standard uh, family veranda. Um, not nice. the big ones. Uh, so we just had all three in the forward uh, on deck nine. It was right next to the stairs and elevator, which nice. I was a little concerned when we booked it, you know, that it was going to be loud, but except for the last night, I never heard, we never heard a single thing from the elevator or stairs. So, you know, if I were booking again, I would really, I would look at that because it's, Easy on off, you know exactly the kids, especially for Aiden, since he could check himself in and out of the kids club. He had mm-hmm. no problem knowing where the room was because he goes, just go to the forward stairs, go up to nine, and it's right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's our favorite location on yeah. the Fantasy yeah. and the Dream as well. And the I was a little worried
0: about the bunk beds. Um, Aiden slept on the top, but really, it worked out great you know, because Ricky was our room attendant. He would come in the morning, he would put Aiden's bed up, then we would have the couch and then he would let it down. So it was perfect. You know, that was a wonderful service that I really liked because when we came back from our excursions, the kids, we would grab quick serve, something from quick serve. They would eat a snack. They'd had somewhere to sit and it wasn't on our bed where they were getting all the crumbs. And then at night, Aiden had the lights above them. And so he really enjoyed that. And then um, even though Lily was on the bottom, our room attendant, he would do special things for them throughout the trip that really made it even better for them.
1: Oh, I love that. Let's talk about some of the onboard activities and uh, let's start on the pool deck. I feel like that's always a good s- place to start. Um, did you all spend a lot of time on the pool deck? What did you think of the, the aqua duck, of course? I mean, that's a, yeah. a big deal. And yeah, what were your impressions and did you enjoy time up there? So we did both sea
3: days and uh, the Jamaica day, we stayed on the boat. We went up to the pool deck. We never got in the pools. They were always a little too crowded.
0: Or they were closed. Uh, and- they,
3: every day, at least one was closed at some point for some reason for cleanup (laughs) and but we did do the (laughs) aqueduct more than five six times and then probably three or four times every day the (laughs) kids loved it and then the uh actually the kids like the splash pad in the back
1: the donald one right yeah yeah
3: it will never be the same though
1: no we my uh
3: on the Jamaica day, my son decided to face plant into the benches there
1: Oh
0: and no!
3: busted out his front tooth. So we spent the rest of the cruise missing a tooth. Oh, it was bad. It, it was, was bad. Oh,
0: no. It was, and I, we were sitting on the pool deck and he was up above us. And it, oh, there's just a blood trail. I felt so bad for the guy cleaning it up. I was like, "Can I help you?" He's like, "No, I have to do it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he has to like, make yes, sure. Yes, right. Yeah. And I mean, it was. He came to us, and it was just. It was everywhere. So we enjoyed the splash pad up until that moment. <laughs> oh no! That is what that, and he wasn't doing anything wrong. Like, yeah. like he, they were just playing, and he just. It was a freak accident, and please but tell me was- it
1: was a baby tooth. No. Oh no! No no oh. no 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 no! It was permanent. No, no, it, it was one
2: permanent. of
3: those. Oh
1: of the God. So- And so we got to
3: uh, meet some lifeguards that came and doctored him up. And I will say, while there's not a lot you can do for a tooth on a cruise ship, I mean, there's just, it is what it is. Disney did go above and beyond of making sure he was okay. We had multiple people come throughout the cruise, come to the door find him on the ship and just make sure that he was okay. He didn't need anything. We didn't need anything. And so I will give them big credit for that, especially having, you know, not a lot of people have a medical issue on a cruise ship. Seeing what they did to try to make sure he was okay was very,
1: very above and beyond. Well, that's good to hear. It sounds like they handled it well. They did. And
0: I mean, I was surprised because they called us. We had gotten back to our room a few minutes later, probably about 30 minutes after it happened just set once Aiden settled down. Mm-hmm. And I got a call from guest services and, you know, they were checking in then. And then later on, the deck nine manager came by our room and said, you know, hey, we just wanted to check on them. Even our room attendant had found out what happened and he <sighs> put some extra goodies on the bed. And, you know, like they really went all out. And even, you know, people at the kids club later on, because I mean, his lip. Like it was bad. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, well, we have, I lost a tooth, but you want it? Like <laughs> he was like, no, <laughs> like they called us multiple times asking, Hey, you sure you, you know, we can take him down to medical if you need us to, right. but yeah, he, he has his, he will have a souvenir for
1: the rest of his life. Cause
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So- no, home, but- yeah.
1: Yeah. But it'll have, he'll have a, a permanent reminder. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, yes. And yeah.
0: And I just, I, I felt so, bad. I mean, the cleanup was, you know, you always see them cleaning and doing everything but they were very quick to respond because, I mean, there was blood everywhere.
2: What other kinds of activities did you get up to on board as a family outside of the pool deck?
0: We went to shows. That was something we did. So it was really... The pool deck, to be honest, that was... I was kind of not... I was kind of disappointed in that. There Mm -hmm. was... We really didn't have a chance to get a chair and actually sit. And and that, this happens with any cruise line where people just kind of put towels down or bags yeah. down and then never return, which is fine. Like, I wish there was something like if you don't come back with a certain amount of time. But to manage that, it's hard. But yeah. that was one thing. The kids that wanted to watch a movie, we couldn't really get a chair to see it. But the kids really enjoyed the kids club. So yeah. on sea days, they went there. But as a family, we just enjoyed walking around, seeing the characters, doing the show. My mother-in-law took Lily to a few of the arts and crafts activities. No fun. We just enjoyed it. But family activities, like the game shows, times and stuff, we just—I don't know—we were doing other things, and yeah, we yeah. were
3: always walking around, or yeah, you know, we we also spent a lot of time. You know, it sounds bad, but relaxing in the room and just kind of enjoying yeah. the verandas. Nothing while, bad while
1: about kids, that.
3: You know, relax for a little bit because, yeah. you know, you spend all morning, you go, go, go. And then yeah. especially on a sea day, you're like, you know what? We just need to go and relax for a little while. And we
0: did. We did hide ducks. That was one of the things that um, uh, they got excited about was we hid some ducks.
1: Yeah. And, and we, we did also the, uh, pixie
0: dust. We didn't do the fish extenders. That was a little overwhelming to me. Yeah, we we didn't quite do that, but we did do the pixie dust. So we took little things around the rooms and, and the stuff detective like that.
1: agency. We did the detective. Oh yeah, agency. that was fun. Oh, I love midship detective. Yes. Yeah, yes. How did the kids enjoy that?
3: They really liked it. Mm-hmm. They uh, it was hard trying to keep up with them as they run from place yes. to place
0: and really do that. We learned don't do it in between. What was it dinner or something? When yeah. it got when the stairwells were really loud, you couldn't hear it. Mm -hmm. So that was what we learned, um, you know, just to kind of do it at a less busier time but we had a great time that we, I think
3: we did all three or we did two out of we three. Did one, yeah. Two and a half. I didn't get finished with mine because they wouldn't let me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they got
3: finished with theirs and they were like, Oh, we're, we're done. And they took we're off. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> now, when the kids spent some time in the kids club, did you all get any chance to, I know you did set, you said you got a massage. Did you mm-hmm. get any chance um, to hang out on the, you know, the adult only pool deck areas? Yeah. So the first C
3: day is the first day, you know, you leap forward and then it's a C day on the on this itinerary and so the first day get them fed and breakfast we you know me and Caitlin are like all right we're gonna at least get them in the kids club for a little while and have some alone time we get them fed we put them in the kids club and we tell my son and we gave him an old iphone so he can message us if he needs to we put them in there we're like all right they're gonna be good for at least they gotta stay at least an hour maybe two and so we get on up on the satellite falls which is a beautiful area of the boat views straight out we got a chair looking straight out the front of the boat all excited. We were there maybe 15 minutes. He calls and said, Hey, I'm ready to leave.
1: No. <laughs> then,
3: then we're like, okay, just go to the room, go find what he calls. My no, mom. we made him stay. We made him stay at least another 30 minutes. And then we're like, all right, go find Mimi, which is my mother, go find them. And we'll, we'll meet you in a minute. And then it was probably 20 minutes later. And we get a text from the kids club. Hey, Lily's ready to go. We're like, We're oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It might've been a little longer. Cause Aiden thought he would, we, he would come out. And so we went to the pool deck and I was like, buddy, you're not swimming. You can put your feet in. And he saw how busy it was. And I was like, see the kids club is where it's at. Like, really, yeah. it's really where you want to be. And so <laughs> he realized like, okay. So then we took him back. We went upstairs, changed his clothes. And then that's when he wanted to go back in, Lily wanted to come out. And I was like, they enjoyed but they both had fun. But Lily's a more sociable child, and so she'll make friends with the stranger at any given time. Aiden's right. cautious; he's takes him a little bit longer to warm up to people. But by the end of the week, they were both loved in the it, kids yes. club
3: for you know hours, hours, and we had our own special time. We did get to do, uh, like we said, we did the couples massage. We did that on Jamaica Day. We did the whole uh, your own little room with the balcony. Oh and the yeah, um, that was nice. It was really, really mm-hmm. nice. To just have that alone time with just the two of us and be pampered a little bit. I really enjoyed that part. Of course, I like massages. She's back and forth on them.
0: Wait, that's weird. <laughs> I, it's so weird, but I can fall asleep. And that's, yeah, it was great. Right <laughs> like this time though, I did good.
3: But just having that, you know, hot tub and balcony mm-hmm. and private time. Now, we weren't, like I said, we were at port, so we were looking at a Royal Caribbean ship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you waved to the people on the other balcony. But we weren't they, that close, yeah.
0: but you, you probably said that they were looking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it, were, it was a really nice area and really nice. Mm-hmm. We did that. And then uh, on the last sea day, all the adults did a uh, polo dinner. Oh so, nice. Which yeah. was really nice. Yes. And as far as that's other than that, it was kid time.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean it is a Disney cruise, right? So you gotta Absolutely. have a mix. You gotta have a mix of a, adult time if you if you can get away with it. If your kids will do the kids club or if you got Mimi with you, you know, you that's get right. a little a little <laughs> adult time. So I feel like we need to talk about the ports a little bit. Love to hear, you know, did you guys book Disney excursions? Did you go venture out on your own?
3: So, I'm a big planner, especially with my job. I have to make sure everything's planned out ahead of time. Uh, I do corporate planes, so I handle you know, everything for our executive passengers. So I, and when it come down to the cruise, I was like, I got to have A, B, C. I got to have it all lined out. I did all my research. And Cozumel, there wasn't just a whole lot that I was just, you know, hey, we really got to do this. So Cozumel was our first stop after our sea day. We just did the beach day there through Disney. If I were to do it again, I'm 50-50 on it. It was fun. Uh, it was the one with the little pools and the water slides. Playa Mia. Uh, was it? Yeah, I think so. oh,
2: oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Playa Mia. Mia. Yeah, Playa Mia. Yeah.
3: But it got super busy. It was good the first hour. And then after that, it was it started getting really, really packed as the mm-hmm. other ships started coming in. The other thing I wasn't thrilled about is I think you get to port at like 7 that morning, but they don't get you off the boat till 1030 for that excursion. And so oh, you really only have about maybe two and a half hours before they're putting you back on the bus to bring you back to the boat. Right. So
1: we'll tell you, let me tell you one thing. There is an earlier one. Everyone who has earlier check-in and ends up getting they just they they Make slot you in. Work that way. Um, but it's still the same length. So because I know because we've done that excursion at Playa Milla, when we did it, it was uh, none of the water slides and stuff were open because it was still with they still had COVID protocols in place. So it was just like the beach excursion part. But yeah, we had an earlier slot, but it was we thought it was too short because mm-hmm. it was only you were only at the beach for maybe two hours two 215, something like that. Yeah, you
3: know, we were only there. I think I counted up like two hours and 35 minutes and then we were back on the bus, heading back to the boat, which, you know, we were kind of done because it was getting so busy. Mm -hmm. And And the water was cold. The water was really cold there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, this was March. So in the March, so the water's still chilly. I probably wouldn't do it again. I'd probably maybe stay on the boat or find something else to do in Cozumel. Just that gives you a little more time. And then our second day was Grand Cayman. We did our own excursion because I My family's gone to Grand Cayman probably seven, eight times just on personal trips. And so I had a boat captain that I know down there. And so oh, cool. I ended up booking him. And so we did our own stuff and got off the boat early and it's a tender port. So we made sure we were our meeting places in the theater for everybody to go to the tender. So we were one of the first groups in the theater, make sure we we're on, I think we we're like the second or third we tender the off second, the boat. We had just missed. It we missed like the first one people. by like six people. <laughs> yeah. We were
0: so bad. you are like, this we can't fit. Yeah. We can fit. Let's and
3: go. And so we get into port and uh, take taxi over to where his boat's located. And then we do a uh, snorkeling stingray city there mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So the kids loved all of that. I was a little unsure being the kids being six and nine if they would do snorkeling. Yeah. But they had no problem, jumped right in. Our boat captain had <laughs> he had one of those little life rings, and he had them hold on to that, and he just paddled them all over the reef, everywhere they wanted to see something. Oh, awesome. That was a really great day. And then we were right back on the boat. I think all aboard time was 4.30. We were on boat by 3.30.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Would you like a chance to sail with the DCL Duo? Well, we have an opportunity for you. That's right. Next June is going to be our first ever inaugural DCL Duo podcast cruise. And we have a fun lineup of stuff on its way for that sailing. We're going to be on the magic for a three-night Bahamian sailing out of Fort Lauderdale on June 19th, next year, 2024, with a stop at Lighthouse Point, one of the first sailings to go to Lighthouse Point. We are so excited to welcome all of you our listeners and fans out there to join us on this sailing. We've got some special things we want to do, including potentially an onboard recording of the podcast, which will just be so much fun. If you are interested in sailing with us, we would love to meet you. We always love to meet and interact with our listeners. So if you're interested, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash duo. That's mypathunwinding.com slash duo. Let them know you're interested in this sailing. We have a room block reserved, which means you've got opening day pricing locked in for some of our remaining rooms. So head over there, check it out. We'd love to see you on board with that. Thanks to My Path Unwinding Travel for sponsoring the show. And now back to the episode.
1: No, was that your all for all three rooms that you were traveling yes. with you? So you basically yes, so. had just a, your own boat. That's awesome. Yeah, so we had our own private boat. Yes,
0: and but we saw everybody
1: on the Disney cruise ship at Stingray City, <laughs> right? Of course, because <laughs> yeah. they're always all the Disney yeah. people were at Stingray City, <laughs> yeah. right? Wearing their character stickers to, right. to show that they were on. <laughs> like, yeah, we were the
3: only boat at port. For Grand Cayman, which made it really nice because mm-hmm. it wasn't overly crowded and the tenders weren't, you know, trying to go hit different boats. So mm-hmm. that made it really nice being the only boat at Grand Cayman.
1: W- what about Jamaica? You you had the couples massage that day, but did you also get off the ship? Jamaica, when I was doing my
3: research, everything, even, you know, all the excursions that I was looking at on Disney, everything was like an hour drive away. It just, uh, I guess, where Fallmouth ends up being on the island, wherever you want to go, it's like a 45 Minute drive. So we knew that if we were doing an excursion in Cozumel and then the very next day doing a really big one in Grand Cayman and Jamaica was the very next day. We were like, you know, we're just gonna have a boat day. Mm-hmm. So we chose just to stay on the boat in Jamaica because we didn't really want to put the kids in a car for two hours, you know, an hour each way. Yep. In Jamaica, there wasn't a whole lot. Lily was five at the time of the cruise that she could do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. wasn't just a beach day. Now um, it does have a really nice port area yes. just right there with all kind of shops. So, you know. We thought about doing that, just getting off and walking around the port a little bit. My mother and all them, they got off the, and said that it was a really nice port area right there. And went
1: shopping. And just and, went shopping. Yeah, Awesome. All right. Well, we have to talk Castaway. What did you guys think of Castaway? And what did you do on Castaway?
3: I'll let Caitlin go first on Castaway.
1: So
0: Castaway, Aiden and I did the 5K. Um, nice. I had, yep, that's how we started it. I wish I would have done more research on it because I will not take that tram again. I will just add to my 5K and walk the extra whatever, you yeah. know, because I, I didn't know. And I feel like we missed out. If there were characters, we missed out on those just because we were the first ones off. Mm-hmm. And so we did the 5K. And while we were doing that, the rest of the party went and found chairs and stuff like that. So we did that. But it was... R- It was really packed. Mm -hmm. And I think that had to do with our ship being, you know, sold out. A lot of people weren't happy because they couldn't get chairs. You couldn't, you know, you couldn't find anywhere to just sit. Wow. We got lucky. They got there early. And so after I finished, Aiden and I finished running... We met them and they had reserved us some chairs.
1: There was a lot of people that they didn't get chairs. Wow. That's it unusual. Was, I wonder if they just didn't go far enough down the beach. I went
3: all the way to the, we were at the cabanas. Food.
1: Yes. Yeah. We went all the way to that. Yeah. We it, it were like packed.
3: five chairs away from where the uh, cabanas start. And mm-hmm. everything before that was completely full. And we were all within 30 minutes of the boat docking.
2: That yeah, is yes, really that unusual for the cuz we've been there when the wish has been full and there's still chairs available. So that's, well, that's yeah. we really went, and
0: I, and so we did we weren't even in the busiest area. We were like he said, past that little water area, like yep. the water slides and stuff. Like, we were past that cuz the kids were playing right at the cabana lot like that little area where there's like a net, I guess or a rope on the sand, that's where we were. And that's Mm kind of where they played and stuff. People were still walking around looking for things, like looking for
1: places to sit and stuff like that. I wonder if it was just a lot more families... I was going to say, it's probably because of being it's mm-hmm. full of yeah. families, full of, yeah. you know,
3: all the cabins had four or five people in them. Right. not just, you know, a couple Couples. here and there.
1: Because when you have a bigger mix with adults, then you have a lot of people, you know, at Serenity. Yeah. And so it's, I will tell you, it's not, it's not usually that packed, but of course you're on one of the, one of the bigger ships versus one right. of the, you yeah. know, the wonder and the magic are always, it's going to be always less crowded. Um, And it's than, spring break. So it's right. And spring, spring break. Out. And it's all
3: family. So nobody went to the adult well, areas. Like, yeah. even to get food, we
0: set, like, and we kind of went at the later part. We were waiting in line for probably 20 to 25 minutes mm-hmm. just to get lunch. Mm-hmm. And the lines, I mean, they were moving, but there was just so many people.
3: Yeah. I mean, for me, as far as the island goes, it's a beautiful island. It is a very great island port. I travel all over the Bahamas, so I've I've seen them all. I will be really excited to see Lighthouse Point whenever that comes available yeah. because I've spent a lot of time on that island and I know exactly where they're putting it. I've been on that beach. Nice. And it is a beautiful place. Oh, awesome. And so, I'd like to see really the difference that they do between it and Castaway. I enjoyed Castaway, but it was, it did feel crowded.
1: Let's get back to Onboard the Ship because we haven't talked about, you know, a couple of my favorite categories, uh, one of which is the shows. I'd love to hear, you know, which shows you all were able to go to, whether the Broadway style shows or the variety acts, and what you thought of them.
3: Well, being that we had, and this is the other reason when I said I will always pick late dinner, Mm -hmm. we felt like we went to all everything that the the theater put on. We were there for it Um, because we didn't feel rushed having to like leave an excursion, get dressed and run to dinner. So being able to be in that late seating, you know, we were able to get back in the room give the kids some quick serve Mm -hmm. um, from one of the restaurants on the pool deck. And then everybody kind of meandered and got ready. And then we were able to make all of the shows, even the juggler, the comedian, and the ventriloquist. Oh, awesome. So we got all of those. And then... Our three shows were Aladdin, Frozen, and Believe.
0: So for Aladdin, we were told, like, you need to get there like 30, 40 minutes before the doors open. And so we're like, okay, well, we we're, we heard about it. So we were, okay, we are the first ones at the door. Oh, we wow. we the first there for a long time. Time, yeah. <laughs> and so, but the great news is, and I don't know if this is normal, but we met, I think, three or four characters in that time. Like Goofy, oh, cool, I'm his texting, because it was formal night for one of the shows. That's so Aladdin. Goofy. Aladdin. So Goofy came by in his tuxedo. And then we had Snow White came by. Cinderella came by. like, And my kids got one-on-one time with them. And just while we're waiting on a show, that was the great part. And we made the mistake of, we were on the second row in Aladdin. I don't recommend that just because of all the smoke. Yeah. Like (laughs) we were in it and we're going, (laughs) like everybody was coughing. I mean, it was, it was a great show, but I would recommend sitting a little bit farther back. Yeah. Um, But the kids loved it because they were like, the genie was right there. Aladdin and Jasmine were right there. The
1: shows were wonderful. Awesome. I'm so. so glad that you enjoyed them. They're, of course, one of my favorite things. You know, we would be remiss, of course, if we didn't talk about food, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a huge topic. We always like to we, that's always like the last thing we like to talk about because we like to save that for the end. Whether it's a wow or a big mwah-mwah is always a a good, big question, Mark. Um, what did you all think of of the food across the, you know, across the ship?
3: As far as cabanas, uh, we did it breakfast every morning, and then uh, we only ate Cabana's lunch on the first day, <laughs> and then the last sea day. It was uh, yeah, it was good. There was a few things that are really good, and then there was some things that are just you know, it's mm-hmm. it's cafeteria style food. It's trying to yeah. serve the messes. like
1: the scrambled eggs. Right. <laughs> so yeah.
3: uh, my the worst scrambled eggs, eggs ever. Eggs. Uh, so uh, we yeah. have spoiled him, and he will not eat eggs unless I cook them. <laughs> <laughs> so we even went to like the guy, the who, omelet bar, the omelet bar, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Could you just make him some like fried eggs and kind of scramble them?" He's like, "You know, you can get those over there." I said, "No, you really can't." Yeah, <laughs> let's try with your egg. Yes, <laughs> and that still didn't work, and that still didn't work. But and I enjoyed the breakfast food, mm-hmm. um, especially the churro waffles. Those are my favorite. Yes. And then let's see, as far as the lunch food, it, it was good. There was a few things I liked. There was some we stuff didn't I didn't
0: really, eat. but we didn't eat lunch. But there uh, wasn't
3: a big selection at lunchtime at mm-hmm. like Cabana's for the kids because mm-hmm. it was like curry chicken and. A lot of stuff that they're just not going to eat. Yeah. But
0: typically, with our family, we ate breakfast. Like we got up, we ate breakfast, and typically when we eat breakfast, we don't really eat
1: lunch. Mm, so we okay. we're not a
0: good we, we don't yeah, we're not like good. Said, at we only went to about lunch, lunch twice yeah. because yeah
1: we eat pool deck food at lunch always. I mean, almost always. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we
0: were the late lunchers. So we just grabbed you know we, like
3: three or four. We would go to yeah. The pool deck yeah. and get, you know, pizza or, mm-hmm. or chicken fingers or something like that.
1: And, that, and all was, I mean, that was, you have late yeah. when you have late dinner, that's actually I think a great option too, because you're gonna be if you wait to eat, you know, you're gonna be hungry if you you know.
0: The right. only kind of downside is for a seven day cruise, the quick serve, it it wasn't rotated. So like right. by the end of the week, we were tired of pizza, chicken tenders, <laughs> hot dogs. Like it, there is a variety. There is yeah.
3: It's the same variety every day. It's the same variety
0: every day. And I mean, I don't know how much you could change it up. I just wish there was a little bit more of a variety. Yeah. But maybe a pizza of the day or something where it wasn't just like...
3: Pepperoni cheese. Pepperoni
0: cheese and... Yeah, you know, which is fine, but that was kind of a downfall for me. Was
1: by the end of the week, I was tired. All right, well, let's talk about main dining because obviously, main dining you went to every night except for that one night that you went to Apollo. I'm curious what you all thought of the food quality, the food selections. Yeah, so our
3: rotation was Royal Court, Animators' Pilot, and then the Enchanted. Enchanted Gardens. I wasn't disappointed in any of the food. There were a few dishes that. I really, really enjoyed that, you know, I wanted two or three of. And then there were some that were like, "That's ah, it's good, but, you know, we'll move on.
0: Yeah. And you were able to try stuff. Like, I tried stuff I would have never ordered at a regular restaurant. And so th- it was good, but that the truffle pasta or whatever it was, at animator's pal- I could have eaten that every night. Like, <laughs> yes, vindication. <laughs> I, like, that was, you know, and that was the, I, oh,
1: but I loved that pasta. Like that was delicious. Okay, pro tip, Caitlin, when you go on the next time, you can ask them to bring that for you for an entree and they'll just like triple the portion and just have that as your entree. Right.
0: Well, and then yeah. we also learned that you could order, well, it wasn't easy, but like, God bless my brother-in-law. If he listens to it, love you, Matt. But he would look up all the other restaurants and then be like, hey, can I get this instead of that? And sometimes it was easier to do that some nights yep. than others. But then there was a night that they were like, well, we'll just have to see the numbers. And it was, I don't remember even what it was. Lobster. At, no, because we had that. No, nope, he had it uh, before. You know, there was one night where it was not as easy to get it. <laughs> uh, it was still really good food and the desserts were really good too.
1: And I will tell you, I do that a little bit, but it's more usually with like an appetizer or something, right? Mm-hmm. The, the first three nights, everybody's having the same, rota- the rotational menus, right? And I mm-hmm. might like an appetizer from one restaurant. I want to have that two nights in a row right. instead of picking an appetizer from the restaurant I'm in. So I, I definitely do that. But I also understand when they tell me that it's that it's just not going to happen. I do think it's probably a little easier at late seating dining for them to make that happen because they'll know if they're out of something or if they're not out of something, right? Well, I, the- I
3: will say as far as main dining goes, when you're booking Disney Cruise, everybody's saying the service, the service, the service. I wasn't overly impressed. Now, our room attendant and all that, absolutely, he did Mm -hmm. above and beyond. Our servers did good, but I guess since we were a party of nine, we always had to ask for, you know, extra drinks because they were always empty. We were always Mm -hmm. the last ones to get our food. Like the table next to us would be gone before we got our entrees. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, And so, you know, dinners were like, Two hours. Yeah, it It was just long. We were we were always one of the last tables to Mm -hmm. leave. Now they were really nice, and you know if you asked for something, they would do it. It was just I was expecting that above and beyond Mm -hmm. that I didn't feel like I was really really got. And
0: I think our expectations were high because I think I
3: was just over. They
0: would, (laughs) you know, we we're creatures of habit. Like I drank a Diet Coke every night, Mm -hmm. ate a Diet Coke, Lily had apple juice. Pretty much we all drank the same thing every night. So we kind of expected as the nights went on, they learned our habits. They learned what we learned. And we had heard before, like your drinks would be on the table waiting for you. And that kind of didn't happen.
1: Yeah. Sounds like your assistant server wasn't too great because I will say, and I've had good servers, I've had great servers, and I've had just okay servers, right? But the assistant server is like the master of the drinks. And if they don't have your drink orders, like by night three, right? I mean, then they're just not going to get them. It's just, that's just a and sign that, that's not a great assistant and like server.
0: What we did, but like, it was kind of frustrating because there were times where there'd be character meet and greets that we wanted to do. And so like, we were there, I would say almost every night, we were one of the first ones at the door. We're, we, we like to be on time, like we want to get there because mm-hmm. we would walk around in the lobby looking at the characters after that first dining, the show would end, we had a few minutes, we'd walk around, we were always in the area. Even if we were the first table sat, we were the last table to leave every single night, pretty much. Mm, Yeah. And like that got frustrating because even we're like, all right, we're going to get there. We're going to be the first ones. We're going to be ready to order. Like We're going to go. And it just didn't. Mm. That that was frustrating a little bit. Like we did get good family time. It was great conversation time. And the assistant at the end, like they did like put crayons down for us to figure things out. They did that. But that was a little frustrating to where, you know, we kind of missed a few things at night. And because it was such a long dinner, like we didn't really go and do anything afterward because it was, pushing 10 10 15 10
3: 15 and it was time to yeah and break it the was down and-,
0: and we were tired so I you know I wish we would have maybe if we weren't I don't know if it was our party size I don't know what it was but yeah I just wish it was a little bit better there.
1: We've got to talk about Paulo because you true. you were able to go there for dinner. All the adults went for dinner. I need to hear what you thought of Apollo.
3: Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I, um, I highly recommend the
0: sangria. I had sangria. Oh, I don't think I've had if the sangria. I, I'm glad this was night six, six. Six. I would have been up to every night it. I would have known it was that good. Like it, it was one of the best sangrias I've
1: had. Yeah, I don't think I've had the sangria. I don't know. Why. Yeah, well, you don't get it till the end because you'll be okay. up there every night. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have it on the first night. <laughs> I mean, I would have been at that bar
0: every night, again. and and I'm and I love a good sangria, and I've yeah. tasted a lot of ones from different restaurants, and so that was one of the best ones that I've had.
3: Oh, awesome! We did the. You did the normal forty-five dollar, I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, meal, and because calamari. I, because and- I can't be like everybody else, I did the a la, la carte and uh, I had the anapasta and the noki, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then what was my uh- the
1: calamari? I had the calamari that was uh, that was huge. Oh yes. Like It's a huge portion with that humongous ate, shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. So he ate calamari.
1: I ate her. He <laughs> he ate, yes,
0: because I mean, and there was still stuff left. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I can't remember what I got. I had shrimp, something with shrimp, the shrimp and calamari steak. Oh, we all got the steak. Oh, yeah. The the, the beef
1: tenderloin. Yes. Um, yeah.
0: that was top-notch like you really didn't even you could have cut it with a butter knife I mean it was it was good it was wonderful and the the quantity that you got yeah I couldn't like we didn't finish our plates now we were saving room for dessert but still like right it was so much that you just, it was, it was wonder, everything was wonderful.
3: Yeah. And, you know, when we were looking at it, I spend money places and I don't spend money other places. And so when it comes to food, I'm like, oh, there's free food on the boat, you know, Do we really want to spend money. And I will say for Palo, it, if you did the $45 thing, you got way mm-hmm. more yeah. what you would think you would get for that price. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. went to any restaurant on land for $45, you would never get that much no, food. Absolutely. And so I was really impressed with mm-hmm. the quality and the amount of food that you got mm-hmm. at Palo.
1: Now I have to ask, did you do the famous Paolo souffle? I mean, it was on your your list of options, Caitlin, for on the price fix menu. I feel like it's one of those things that most people opt toward. Yes, it was. I had just the chocolate. I think yes. mine was the well, chocolate. The
3: chocolate was the only one you could get with that. Yes. yes. Uh, since I did a la carte, they had a amaretto one. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. It was outstanding. I would choose the almaretto over the chocolate any day. <laughs>
1: So, you know, we've talked food, we've talked shows, we've talked activities on board, we've talked the pool deck, we've talked ports. Is there anything that I've missed in asking you about um, before, of course, we head over to everyone's favorite part of the show, <laughs> or as I like to call it, rapid fire? <laughs>
3: uh I don't think so. I guess from a first timer You know, cruise, while there were highs and lows, I would say the highs definitely overdid it. Um, We definitely, I booked the placeholder while we were there and (laughs) sent it to my travel agent and said, be ready.
0: And the other thing that I really enjoyed, because, you know, we went to the parks last year, so we kind of had it fresh in our minds. And even with the VIP experience, like seeing the characters, you're still when you're at the park, you don't get that one on one. So if Lily, you know, by the end of the week, she knew the characters, she had seen them all, she had been able to talk Mm -hmm. to them, dance with them. That time that she had with the characters was so magical, you know, and they would see them in the kids club and they would come by and and even if. You weren't like waiting in the line. You could still see them and they were still, the characters were still waving at you. What I understood, we joined our Facebook group for um, our cruise and a lot of people that had been cruising before, they couldn't believe how long the lines were. Mm. And even though the lines were long, but I was like, if you were in Disney, you wouldn't wait three times as long. You wouldn't get near the interaction that we did. Totally. That's where, you know, that princess gathering, we got it, but I ended up releasing our tickets because we had seen them mm-hmm. and for a, such a long booking, like, I mean, she was like, I said, Lily, you want to go get a picture with M- Minnie? No, nah. I mean, <laughs> like four or five times, you know, yeah. and that was great. Seeing all those characters and even the dance parties they did with them, like he would dance with Donald Duck. And I was like, you would never do that at a park. Like yeah. very rarely would you get that opportunity at a park to just sit there and like hold his hand and dance with them. And so that, to me, was one of the best magical moments. And, you know, Belle would come up to her and just the characters were just walking around like it was nothing. And and they, because they
3: of that, great. while they're young, I know we're going to do another Disney cruise. I'm already eyeing that Eastern Caribbean. Yeah. I like those ports. Yes. Um, just trying to find that week that works
2: Well, I think we've reached that point in the show where I need to hand you over to Sam, although she's been doing the bulk of the interview here because I had to step away for a minute to go get our son from school. But uh, I think we have reached that point in the show where I need to hand you off to Sam for some arbitrary questions, some arbitrary rules, and a dash of judgment or the round we call rapid fire. So Sam, take it away.
1: All right, you guys. These are just going to be your favorites, some favorites from Disney and then favorites from Disney Cruise Lines. All right. So we're going to start with favorite Disney or Pixar character, Caitlin. Your brian stitch nice We're favorite, yeah. <laughs> favorite disney or pixar movie brian lilo and stitch caitlin tangled oh i love it all right favorite disney song caitlin that
0: one that they did enchanted was it enchanted their 50th year song oh yeah castle 2 yeah. that has been my new favorite
1: love it all right brian probably you're welcome from um, ah, I here. forgot about that. One. My Brian loves that song. Good <laughs> All right, now we're moving on to the Disney fantasy. So this has to be limited to the Disney fantasy because you haven't been on the other ships. Your favorite Disney stage show on the fantasy, Brian? Aladdin. Caitlin. Frozen. Caitlin, you have you're winning right now. Just a <laughs> warning, Brian. Um, Jimmy was really good. He was. He it was great, but at least I didn't say believe. It could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been worse. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. Eat Your favorite favorite onboard activity, Caitlin. The massage. Brian. Uh probably the aqueduct. Nice. All right. Favorite rotational dining restaurant. Brian. Animated. And Caitlin. I would say enchanted. Favorite space on the ship. So that one falls for me. Ooh, Caitlin.
0: This is gonna be crazy, but I like the deck parties. I don't know if that's a location, but the deck. Sure.
1: That's Take fine, it works. Favorite bar space. Not sure if you got a lot of time in the bar spaces, but favorite bar space, Caitlin.
0: Uh
1: we the Two. one the tube that's, that's the only one, a, one that's the only one with
0: tube and it was fun so going will say
1: that one okay now we're going to talk uh food item i need one sweet item one savory item okay brian favorite sweet item and favorite savory item that you ate
3: um sweet item would be the cookies and cream milkshake from mm. the main dining room and then savory item would be the gnocchi
1: from Polo. nice all right caitlin same question Uh, I had some cheesecake when I was
0: there. I don't know. There's a really good cheesecake. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, oh, this is
1: good. The cheesecake. Was it the Oreo cheesecake on Embercation Day? I think it was. Yes. It was
0: something. No, it wasn't. I don't remember. It was something cheesecake. Okay. Had, it was strawberry, maybe I don't remember. Okay.
1: Then it wasn't the it Oreo was, one, but, but the Oreo was, one is the best. That's bar none.
0: Now, is that the one? Is that at Cabanas the Oreo? That had an Oreo dessert at Cabanas.
1: Yes. So there's an Oreo cheesecake at Cabanas. It's only on embarkation day lunch, and you can also get it at the sit down yeah. lunch. I and mean, I did have that. That was good too. I just,
0: maybe it was that.
1: Yeah, and favorite savory item.
0: Okay, this is going to be so stupid, but I remember it. Cabanas. It was a Grand Cayman day. It was called a Mexican hot pot. Yes, Brian loves those. Okay. Yes. Whatever. And I know there's. It's like a breakfast thing. It's yes. a breakfast thing. It was like yeah. a breakfast. Bur- Out, wasn't even a burrito. I don't even know what it was. Yeah. But like, it's I like I a wanted- tortilla with meat yes. and
1: cheese in it or something. Yes. Yeah. And then I
0: wanted another one, but I was like, mm, I'm about to want a boat for like I don't know how rocky it is outside. <laughs> I think one is good enough. So I was, nice. I was bummed because I never saw it again.
1: Yeah. They don't have it every day, but usually a couple oh, times.
0: I saw it once, I think. And yeah, oh. so that was my random.
1: I know
0: that's random, but <laughs> it's not that
1: random because because um, my Brian loves them, too. So. All right. The last question of rapid fire. Same question I ask every guest on our show who gets to do a rapid fire round, which is your bucket list cruise. You could go anywhere on the world on a Disney Cruise Line ship. It doesn't even have to be someplace that Disney Cruise Line currently goes. Where are you going, Caitlin? Australia. Brian? Mediterranean. Oh, that's a good one to Nice. All right. Well, thank you for playing. Um, there are no winners in Rapid Fire, except for me. I always win. So congratulations to me. And thank you for playing. Appreciated. appreciate
2: it. <laughs> and thank you for coming on the show and sharing your family's fun experience with our first Disney cruise, our first cruise ever. It was so fun chatting with both of you. And so thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you for having us.
0: Yes, we were excited. <laughs>
2: All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us. Or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402 and that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Dual Podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company or the Disney family. of theme parks, the views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DC Duo. Good night.